0: East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Good day, and welcome to our podcast, East Coast Creepin'. I'm Linda. I'm Lorraine. And I wasn't ready. We're three sisters from the Baltimore, Maryland area. Each week, Leslie will give her reaction to the true crime and paranormal stories that Lorraine and I tell from up and down the East Coast. As a reminder, we do not have a background in criminal justice, criminal investigation, medicine, or psychology. This is all for informative purposes. Yeah, it is. Eee. Oh, man, it's weird staring at Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie hey, and Linda switched spot. I played, <laughs> I played pool with my kid the other day, and I went with the cue stick behind my back, and then I hit the ball, and it went in. Very nice. I see the struggle like, happening over there. Did you sh- see that? <laughs> I oh think like goodness. he was just like, yeah. <laughs> now, my, my favorite, like... I was trying to teach him how to play pool. Playing pool memory is when we were in Chicago and our cousin Alex, I mean, he's significantly older than us. Yeah. And I was like, what? Maybe like 11 at the time. I don't know. Probably younger than that. Maybe. Something around that. Anyways. It might have been... No, I was probably about 11 because it was Kinsey. And her and Leonard are the same age. Oh. Yeah. But he. It's okay. Continue. Anyway, I'm going to blah. Block- anyway, but um, <laughs> I was playing pool and I hit the cue ball. Shit bounced around the whole table. Didn't hit nothing. And the ball I wanted to go in went in. And I, like, jumped up and I was screaming. And I was like, did you see that? And he was just like, he just stared at me. And I was like, oh. I did a calculated shot like that, except it hit the ball, the ball hit the wall, and then came back and bounced in the middle that was closest to me. Yeah, no, Masha didn't hit nothing. Did you see that? Maybe <laughs> oh you and your eye. Were you supposed right to wear eye. goggles? Was I? I don't know. I feel like that was the whole thing. Like you were supposed to wear goggles. I don't, how do I put that? I don't on my remember. Head? They're so tight. Okay, well, today is me. <laughs> And this I think episode. episode 39. What? What? 89. Huh? Huh? <laughs> 79. 84. What? <laughs> 83 just dropped today. I honestly couldn't tell you because I don't keep track. I'll tell you. Man, and Mothman messaged me. Yes, episode 84. Welcome. <laughs> Hello. Mothman messaged me today and he was like, at least someone agrees with me w- about, like, Lanier. And I was like, shut the fuck up, Joshua. <laughs> I was like, you're not going. Go- he's going. He's Goodbye. going. We'll see you never. And then he said he 100% agrees with moving furniture. And I was like, thank you. Because we talked about how Waiting. Jonathan was like, why was he oh, cleaning? Oh, okay, furniture. okay, okay. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> I think I do it, like, here so then I can get... New York. Negative. Okay. South. North Carolina. Negative. South. Florida. Sort of. West. Louisiana. Negative. Mississippi. Alabama. Is that what's next to Florida? Yeah. Oh, oh my geography is so bad. I told like, you. I can't. That, that I, one. I that one it. that you're touching, yeah. This one? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Alabama? Yeah. Alaska. What's, what's in Alabama? Everything. My story. So, today, I am taking a ride on the I wild pen. Side. I got oh. you. I got you. What color you want? Um, Take them all. Thank you. I appreciate you. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Oh, wait. Is there a bullet somewhere? No. That's that's that you're not going to use right now? Technically, she doesn't... Technically, she doesn't need them anymore. Guys, if you hear me fading in and out, I'm really sorry. We switched we seats. We switched seats, seats, and I... Because I got here first. <laughs> depending, depending on how long you've been here with us in this podcast. And you started from the beginning, if you are new. Uh, then you know that I have baby. an issue with the way that I sit yeah. and that I like to lean back a lot. And so Leslie so took my seat because cool. she was here yeah, first and she so was doing soft. things. And uh, now I have free range. I can go wherever I please. Yeah, bitch is a free range chicken. (laughs) I'll just keep on pushing it closer to you. I know. (laughs) Wait, why am I handing that to you? (laughs) I don't know. So, today we are going to Alabama. We are going. We're going to. Alabama. Clay County, Alabama. But, like I said, I am taking a ride on the wild side. And. Is this where wild things are? I read that book once. I read it a lot. Oh, I never watched books. the movie. Anyway, um, okay. First off, that movie's creepy.
1: The it's real good. people
0: one. I've seen the one with the the the, the cartoons. No, I've seen the real book. people one, and it's oh, pretty creepy. It's that. good, but it's creepy. Um, good to know. Today, to know. I am talking about murder. I've missed it. I've missed talking about what? murder. And also, this was suggested to me. I so. feel like. You can't even say that because literally your paranormal stories branch off of murder. I know, but I like and death. The whole murder, like just the murder, not all of them. A lot have to do with people dying. Something people don't necessarily get murdered. I mean, like Salem was the whole thing, but a lot of fort- deaths. Oh well, okay. But this Fair is enough. just like paranormal. Yes, I, I was thinking more of when you do the cryptids. Your cryptid things. The like, court oh just killed <laughs> my puckwudgies. You never even people. said anything about the sticker thing that I sent you, jerk. The Nessie? Yeah, yeah, I did. I texted it to you, Linda. We were having a face 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 to face mother. I literally sent it an hour <laughs> after we were here because I had asked you to. Because you showed you never it to said me. thank you. She's ungrateful. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Oh thank you for sending it to me. I already ordered it. <laughs> <laughs> Ungrateful. Also, never mind. That's besides the point. Anyway, so yes, murder. We are going to Clay County, Alabama. Some little known facts about Clay County, Alabama. They were the last place in the state of Alabama to legalize the sale of alcohol in 2016. Just a little hmm, factoid that kind of has to do with the case legalize the sale of alcohol in the county what yeah. they were a dry county yep, dry yep. county until 2016 gotcha um are we a dry county no, <laughs> no. <laughs> we have liquor stores but i thought that they have it like depending on we used to be a dry county because we didn't do sales on sundays yeah but we do now
1: they okay they, that's not a thing
0: anymore okay that's what I was wondering because yeah. that's what we were. That's why we were considered that. Yeah, because remember, <laughs> mom and dad, when we would go to church on Saturdays and on the way home, they'd be like, "Stop at the liquor store." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, "That's oh. why I was wondering." Uh, I don't drink anymore, so I don't know. Oh, oh, oh! By the way, today I went to the store and I got a plant in a disco ball. That's all. <laughs> oh, oh, like fun. a real plant? No. Oh, did you go to Five Below? Yeah. Yeah, oh. I, I knew that the moment you said disco ball. Mm-hmm. It was either that That's or it. Target, but she said plant, so it was like it was five below. There's a hodgepodge going on in there. All there the keys in there. That's and where I got my keychain from. <laughs> See? <laughs> I tried looking for those. They did not have them anymore. Really? Oh, my All God. Gone. <clears throat> All gone. Beep. And I really lucked out. Beep. You have a beeper name out. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so it is also known that it is very peaceful and quiet. And one of the women was like, a lot of people who come here to visit, they're like, oh my gosh, I love it so much. There's like, it's just so secluded and it's quiet and people are nice and blah, 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 blah. So it's kind of like the middle of nowhere in Alabama, which I kind of feel like the whole fucking state is like the middle of nowhere, but whatever. I feel like it's alive, but okay. Ain't nothing going on in Alabama. Listen, I'm just saying that things are happening. I mean, just- I went from Florida to Louisiana, so there ain't nothing happening in yeah. Alabama. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. There ain't no songs about, oh, well, Sweet Home Alabama. That's about it. Ain't nobody remember that song. Everybody sings, yes, Kay. you Take me home, country road. I was going to sing Oklahoma. Oh, oh Oklahoma. I like that musical. <laughs> and there's something about Ohio. I don't know. Ohio is for lovers. I don't use spoken tongues. Um, it's my middle school emo stuff. <laughs> None of that. Anyway, it is quiet. California knows how to party. (laughs) California knows how to party. Okay, I'm sorry. There's a song about Compton. Anyways, go ahead. There's a lot of songs about Atlanta. There's, there's, there's a song about Alabama. That's it. That's all we're getting to. I'm sorry. New Peaceful York. and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not where I live mm. <laughs> when my sisters are over. And 75% mm. of the time when I'm by myself. <laughs> yeah. It is peaceful and quiet, and the population is less than 15,000 people in the entire county. It's just some little factory. How big is the county? I was gonna say, how big is the county? I don't fucking know. Is it like as big as our county? I think so. Yeah, I think it's a little bit bigger. They don't have as many. Fifteen thousand or 1,500? thousand. Thousand. What? I'm trying. I'm trying to like put in my head like it. it could fit. It, compare it to our county. In in our stadium, you could probably fit them in the first section, the lower the lower section. Yeah. Of the football stadium, yeah. Raven stadium. What? Yeah. How many does a stadium hold? Uh do wow. you not remember when we went? When I've been to many games now. The Raven Stadium holds seventy one thousand and eight people. Holy shit. I did not know that. No wonder it feels like a party. Uh, the commanders like The Commanders I think is smaller than ours. Fuck the commanders. Ain't nobody like them oh. team. What? Yeah, I'm putting it comparison. <laughs> because they don't have the, the nosebleeds bleeds like us. Oh. Yeah. Something like that. Like, it definitely feels smaller. You're welcome. I don't know football, but that much I do know. (laughs) (laughs) Stadium sizes. um, That is not a lot of people then. Okay. No, it's not. Mm -mm. 70,000 in the Ravens Stadium? What the fuck? Hold on. Sorry. I mean, it makes sense. Because you're fitting at least, what, Are 40 in each row? Yeah. Damn. Our county is 453 miles squared. And Clay County is 606 miles squared. So, their county is bigger than ours. Mm-hmm. With way less people. Wow. Mm-hmm. Ah, the eyelash on my tongue. That was That's probably mine. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> telling you. Now she I'm going to throw up. Oh, wait. Hold on. Okay. So, funny story. I told Linda about it this morning because I had to tell her because I needed someone as skeeved out as I was. So, so, I'm driving up the street because I'm driving... It's one of those fast road, back roads. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I'm driving up the street, and like half a mile in front of me, but on the other side of the road, I see this big old truck hit a deer. So me, being the medical person I am... Did you stop for I the s- deer? Uh, no, I didn't stop for no fucking deer. I stopped to make sure the man was okay. Oh, he stopped? Yeah, he's, okay. he pulled over. I'd be stopping for a dead... You know how many dead animals I see? I'd be stopping every five feet. <laughs> did you have your keys in your hand? No, I was on the other side of the road. Oh, so you just rolled down your window? Yeah, yeah, I didn't really. You go. Yeah, that's literally what I did. I just asked him if he was Like, he pulled over into a driveway because he was coming around, like, a curve. So I just, like, pulled over on the other side. And I'm asking him if he was good. He's like, I'm fine, but that deer isn't. And I'm just (laughs) like, I was like, yeah. He's like, I just pulled over. I got to call my insurance because, like, who knows what that deer did in my car. And I was like, yeah, you know, like, I know the feeling, like, I hit a deer, and that shit got up and walked away, but it was like a couple thousand dollars of damage to my car. He said, oh, that deer ain't going nowhere. (laughs) And I'm like sitting there like, because I saw the intestines flying (laughs) as the deer was like, (laughs) and then while I'm talking to the man. I I would have maniacal laughed and probably kept on driving for a little bit. (laughs) But then like, oh shit, let me call somebody real quick. And while because we're around like a curve like it's a blind curve so you can't yeah. see anything and so cars are like <laughs> swerving kind of and then one car you didn't get ways and then put it in ways that oh, now, No I did okay. I did like as I was stopped but like one of the cars mm-hmm. ran over the deer, and, like, I heard the crunching Ew. sound, like, and when we were on 95. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, my God, it literally sounds like my dad I do not char- know cartilage. how that deer got onto 95 by Washington, D.C., when we were going to Dulles that one time. Yeah. And we ran over it in the little orange car. Were you with us? Yeah. Yeah, because we went to work. pick up B from Dulles Airport. And we I ran pictures. over the deer, and all you heard was like... Was it when we smelled yes. the outdoors? The skunk? <laughs> and we're like, smells like country or something like that. Like, <laughs> what was I can't hear remember. No, even it was a tear. the tears. The tears. The trees. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was smel- like... It smelled really piney. It was like... And skunky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we said it, we were like pine cones and something. And we are like, oh, no, no. Like, we were all, like, in unison together. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was it. Okay. I just wanted to tell, tell you about how I watched the intestines fly out of a deer and a big, a white big man in a big blue truck talking about that damn deer ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, sir. How early in the morning was this? Uh, what? Like, 7 o'clock. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. What I yeah, that's about you? the time they start waking up. They're out there when I start at like 3 in the morning. They're just... When I start. What? Stop. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of country talking people, uh-huh. so it's been sucking me in. Anyway, so we're taking it back. It is June 20th, 20... Shit, I did a Leslie. June 20th, 2001. I was going to say 2001. 2001. <laughs> There are siblings. It is Michael and Michelle. Oh, shit. Damn, I didn't even realize how close their names were. That's going to jack me up. Anyway, so it's Michael and Michelle, and they couldn't get a hold of their mom. And, I mean, obviously, like, they're adult children, but whatever. They both talk to their mom every day. Mm -hmm. Like, they're very, like, we talk to her every day, multiple times a day. Like, she's always, like, it's, you know, it's something we do. Like, so... At a certain point when we couldn't get a hold of her. And then also people were like, hey, are your parents good? Because they own like a little country store. Mm -hmm. So it hasn't been open. It wasn't open. So Michael's like, "Okay, well, you know, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to check on them to see if they're okay. Like maybe something happened. Who knows? But like she would have called us like we can't get a hold of either one of them. So they get to the house and Michael can't get in because the door is locked. I guess he doesn't have a key, which is a little weird. But I guess not. But I mean, like, I don't know. I have a key to my Sometimes parents. Sometimes I forget my mom's key. Yeah. This like, I just true. have the wrong car keys. <laughs> yeah, I do that a lot. I got, like, yeah, five Yeah, but lanyards. you would go back home and go get it and then try to get back in the house. Sometimes. Nah, we- most of the time I just bang on the door because I know one of your damn kids is home. <laughs> um, so he can't open the door because it's locked. So he gets a hammer out of his car and he breaks the door handle. What the hell? That went extreme. Well, he's knocking on the door and he's trying to call and no one. answers. Now one's I answering. need to start keeping a hammer in my car. But bo- uh, both of their cars are there. Both of their cars are there. So he's like, they're in the house, but mm-hmm. no one's answering the door. Mm-hmm. So Michael gets into the house and then all of How this, is Michael? They are, are adult yeah okay, <laughs> so <laughs> I was gonna say adult aged children. Yeah, I didn't, I, look, it sounded very very weird to me, so that's why I stopped. <laughs> and I'm um, like, no, that's right, because they on. are. What year are we in? Uh, two thousand one. The year of the rabbit. My ass. So, oh, no, we're not. Twenty twenty three. Here yeah, we are. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. It smells like hamburgers. It's probably Jonathan. I made mini chicken pot pies. Yeah, my mom said. So at this time, Michelle is about 23 years old, so Michael's a little bit older than her, so maybe like 25-ish. Okay. I just needed (laughs) reference time. Yeah, because the things that I was reading... Anyway, we'll get there. So Michael gets into the house, and then all of a sudden, he's frantically calling 911. Michelle is still at her house mm-hmm. waiting to, like, hear back from Michael or whatever or to hear from her mom. Mm-hmm. And Michelle's husband at the time, so. Oh, they got divorced. Yeah. So yeah. Michelle's husband at the time actually worked for the fire department and rescue squad. And so they had a fire squad radio in mm-hmm. their house. And so at the same moment that I fucked up. Michael is on the phone they, with 911. They're dispatching and she hears verbatim them. she hears it. And it says any available RS unit in the Barfield area, I need you at 2124 East Mill Road for two possible 1089s. Michelle is a nurse, an ER nurse, and her husband is in the fire rescue. So she immediately knows what a 1089 is. And that means two possible dead people, like dead bodies. So that's how Michelle found out about the conditions of her parents. That's jacked up. Yeah. Yep. So she said right when she hears that, she grabs the phone and calls Michael. And all Michael keeps saying is they're gone, sister. They're gone, sister. And that's all he keeps saying, like, the whole time. And she's like, I just was like, I'm coming over, and, like, I was, like, just, you know, obviously, like, you have to wait for the cops, but, like, I'm coming. So she hangs up the phone and heads to the house. So before she gets there, this is the scene of the crime. Ah, yes. The police get there, and it's two cops. So they're the first two responding to the scene. Mm -hmm. They walk into the house, and the door for the house is in the kitchen. So they have to go around to the back to the main door. (laughs) I thought there was a door literally in the kitchen, oh, like broken God. off. No, in the kitchen. Like no. So like, like someone this. went. Yeah. So it's like, geez, <laughs> the entrance for the house is in the, like off of the kitchen. Like, okay. It, okay. you go into the kitchen. So the police walk in and they see Debbie on the kitchen floor. So they're like, okay, you know, let's carefully get around the house. They secure the area. They make sure the suspect's not in there. And then more police come in. Debbie is 44 years old. She's on the kitchen floor, and she's covered in blood. This is the mom. So this Mm -hmm. is Michael and Michelle's mom. And at this point, the county police are like, shit. Like, they literally just walked into this house. And the detective, like, the lead on the scene was like, it really hit him hard because it's a very small county. And he's like, I grew up going to school with their kids. Like, I've known them my whole life. And he's like, and I knew we didn't have the capacity to, like, handle a double murder, so they actually had to call the Alabama Alabama Bureau of Investigation to come in and work this case with them, like, as they were scoping out the scene. They called Abby. Damn. Damn. She did that fast. (laughs) It seemed very slow to me, but... Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you had time to think about it because she was still talking. you like, A- I like, that's what it felt like. I was like, B, A, V, I, 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 I. Call it Abby. So the police enter through the back of the house into the kitchen. And it was clear to them that Debbie was struck right as she walked in the door because mm-hmm. she was not even three feet away from the back door. Like mm-hmm. her feet were right there. So, like, she fell forward. Yeah. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Debbie's head had been bludgeoned, her skull had been crushed, and a knife was used to cut her throat. Oof. Yeah. When Debbie fell into the house after being hit, she had fallen, obviously, like, forward, so she's, like, laying on her front, so she's face down. And her purse was underneath (sighs) of her when she fell. So, it looked, from what they could tell, that the strap of her her purse... It. the strap of her purse was cut and whoever attacked her pulled the purse out from underneath of her because it was next to her covered in blood but they also realized that whoever did that what is that word? Stole from her? Oh. Because <laughs> there was blood inside of the purse but it was like not as much as like it would have been if the purse was like open, open. when she fell because like, yeah. they were like the outside of the purse is soaked in blood but there's only just like little bits of blood inside so they knew that like someone dug through her purse looking for things. Right. So the police, they obviously, like, they're doing all that. And then when you walk from the kitchen, you go into the den or, like, the living room, and they find Billy, who is Debbie's husband, on the floor, also covered in blood. And Billy is Michelle and Michael's stepfather. And Billy, his son is Randy, who is coming into the picture. I knew A there was another bit. one. Yeah. Well, I thought it was the husband of Michelle. Yeah. Because we really haven't heard about him yet. And they're divorced now. He's not important. I can tell you that much. <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> Damn it, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know, but I feel it. I've been reading enough stories the past couple months to know that he's not important in this picture. <laughs> so, <laughs> So they go into the den and they find Billy. Billy's body is found laying face down next to the couch. But from what investigators can tell, Billy was actually laying on the couch when he was struck in the head. Because there was blood on the armrest of the co- on the couch and also on the couch cushion. This feels like it's a reoccurrence of one of the other stories. Was it me who told that? Lizzie uh, Lizzie Borden. Was Maybe. it her? I don't know. Yeah, the dad was sleeping, and she killed, killed him. him on the couch. But she had killed the stepmom upstairs. Yeah, so it's just it's the step. Did you tell that? No, you did. Ah, you did, Lizzie Borden house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, because then because we had just done automobiles right before that, so we were talking about Lizzie and her sister just putting down the street <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> in the, on the houses on the hill. <laughs> so. Right, so there's blood on the arm of the couch and also on the cushion, so it's like that's where his head was, but then he had fallen mm-hmm. somewhere in the process, but he had nearly been decapitated by some kind of sharp object. Um it was the What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the suspect was not, whoever it was, the person of interest, we don't know at this point because we're literally just examining the scene. Mm. You could tell they were... Actually, really trying to decapitate Billy, mm-hmm. but they couldn't do it because Steps around his neck. Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> because around his neck, it uh-huh. was just like all ripped up. Jagging. Like it was all torn up. Like Serrated. It was, they were just trying. It was like nasty. You. Haxel. They were stuttering something. those movements. Was the blood all over the wall? Oh, it was everywhere. I've seen crimes. You cut the photos. jugular, it goes, <laughs> Yeah, no, but if he's got like a- one of those ones. He's got the. <laughs> oh. No everywhere. Oh. That's okay. We're not in a horror movie, Leslie. You don't know that. Chainsaw. You weren't there. Chainsaw. If you- he had a chainsaw, bitch's head would have been off. Maybe. Not necessarily. It got stuck. He got scared. It ran he said, out of gas. Oh my gas. God. What am I doing to my dad? Gas power chainsaw. It ran out. Randy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) you guys are Mm -hmm. so stupid (laughs) so anyway so the home is processed they're looking for any murder weapons fingerprints, footprints they realize on the living room wall written in lipstick is N-A-R-C so narc is written on the wall Mm. one dude kept spelling it out and then they kept spelling it out in articles I'm like bitch it's just narc it's just a word like you narc you don't know that it's a word. It's a word. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so it was written. What kind of lipstick was it? Red lipstick. Was Revlon. it Revlon? I don't know. They didn't tell me that. Nothing told me that. Elf. Mm. I'm gonna probably say Revlon or Maybelline because it, she owns a fucking drugstore. Maybe you she's bought with that. it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm <laughs> anyway. How's so well, this is what happens when we record at night. Okay. I Every know. Time. We're awake. Yeah, <laughs> Burt's Bees, herpes. Burt's Bees. Burt's I had bees. Burt's Bees. Oh, I love Burt's Bees. Mm. They had Burt's Bees in two thousand one. Yeah, I don't remember this. Maybe it was I did. like the the all the preppy chicks with their collars popped. They were all like with their little e- their es eos eggs and their Burt's Bees. I had those. Chelsea. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna be like, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> anyway, so and sometimes she would also wear her tank top on the top of that pop collar. That was shirt. dude. The that thing. was the thing. Yeah. I'm just putting it out there. That was late '90s, early 2000s. Look I'm on. just saying, if they wanted to know, you were that. Girl. I'm old. Just I saying. was the quiet emo child. I was quiet for like a couple. She years. She wasn't later. quiet. Anyway, continue. I'm making up for it now. So they also searched... Was it on the living room wall or the den wall, you said? The living room and the den are the same place. They kept using it interchangeably. Sorry. So they searched Mm -hmm. all over the property as well for any weapons, like, that someone could have just discarded as they were running away, because they had a huge property, and they're like, it's all wooded, like, out, like... Hmm. there's an acre around that isn't really wooded, but then, like, the rest is just woods and yeah. rivers and little lakes and shit. They're mm-hmm. like, we're literally in the middle of, like, Alabama, the wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, you can throw it anywhere, and it's just like looking for a needle in the haystack. Like, you just, you don't know where you're going. Like, so, but they searched as well as they could, and they couldn't find anything. So this section is called Leeds Motives. I don't know why I put a question mark. So, the detectives had come up at this point with two theories Mm -hmm. for the murders. It was either a botched robbery or a drug-related homicide. But they kind of were trying to figure out whether or not that... Oh, so their names are Mm -hmm. Debbie and Billy Triplett. That's their last name. Triplett. Triplett. T-R-I-P-L-E-T-T. Fuck. Just, that, that looks ugly now. Thank you for tripping me up with that extra T. I know. It's hideous. Word keeps the trying end? to fuck me over. Yeah. That's the last name. There's two T's at the end. Yeah, yeah but I she know. said T, T. So I had already finished my cursive writing and then had to write another T, and now it's ugly connected. It's fine. I was expecting another T. T-T-T-T-T. T-T-E? So they were trying to figure out their Because it's a Triplet. Triplet. So there's three T's. Oh my god! You do fucking Triplet. Batch robbery slash what? Um, or a drug-related homicide. So they didn't know if they were involved like in any drug crimes in the area, or whether or not like they knew something and were helping someone else with like a narcotics-related investigation. Since probably in, like, that Native, Native American store. military movement. It probably was. Just saying. Damn. So they ran a local country store called B and D Grocery. And they were extremely respected in the community. Makes sense. They were B and D Grocery. Oh, shit. <laughs> <Lily> <laughs> and Debbie. Yeah. I didn't think of that until we wow. decided right now. Wow. <laughs> Girl, I've been on this thing for like a while. I'm a ma'am. genius today, you guys. It's because you asleep. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Your day's been rough. <laughs> I have been processing it on a different level for the past <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Has it only been that long? Abby, Abby, and Billy yeah. and Debbie. Yep, let's go. Abby and B and D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so they're on a first name basis Congrats. with basically every issues with the couples, the couple, but no one had. There was no witnesses. There were really no leads as to finding out who did this. So, like, the beginning of this whole thing, they were basically just stuck. They were like, we just need to process this crime scene and mm-hmm. kind of figure out what the hell is going on. So, we're kind of going back to the crime scene again. Back to the crime scene. So, that was kind of just like a blah, 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 blah. Debbie's two children are Michael and Michelle, and they are currently at the crime scene. Mm-hmm. Billy's son. Billy's son is William Randall Triplett, a.k.a. Randy, Randy, arrives on the scene around 4.30, which isn't too long after, like, everything started happening because I think the call was around, like, 3.30 or something like that. And, I mean, Michelle got there pretty instantly because she has that fire rescue radio. Mm -hmm. So, like, she knew, but, like, Randy had to kind of, like, hear, but... Through the great fine. Yeah, sort of, (laughs) basically. It was kind of like he was coming home because he lived with his grandmother who lived two miles down the street. So on his way home, he saw, like, the cops everywhere and was like, what the fuck is happening? And I when mean, he, he, like, shows up and they're like, oh, my God, the people in the house died. Do you know them? And he's like, oh, my God, those are my parents. Well, no. He tried actually <laughs> But He tried bum-rushing the crime scene because he was so, like, erratic and frantic about, like, I, I need to see my dad. Like, what the hell happened? And so, like the lead detective his what the fuck is his name i have it somewhere not randy why to no. be randy what is his name it's like name? jason or something <laughs> albert uh detective wheels Mine was close so detective wheels actually went to school with mm-hmm. randy they were the, they're the same age so he was like i knew randy from school like i went to the rival high school to his high school we were both on like the scholars club triathlon nerd teams and like he was like, so I was just like, you know, like you gotta calm down, step behind the fucking police tape, please. Because he was like, just go with your sister and your brother. So mm. the three of them are sitting there, just like waiting to hear anything. As the three of them are waiting outside, and they're like, they're with the police, and they're just like, the cops are asking them questions. The cops start searching, like they're when they're searching around the property, they are looking at Debbie's van, and they realize Debbie. that. In the passenger seat on the floor of Debbie's van is a cash box, but it's open. And so they're asking the kids about, like, why would your mom have a cash box in the front of her car? Like, what, like, is this a normal thing or was it like deposit day or like what's going Mm -hmm. on? And so Michelle told them that every night when Debbie would close up, she would just take the drawer out of the cash register, put it in the box, lock it up take it home and then just take it the next morning and put it back in. That's cuz it was easier that way for her. I mean it's her fucking I, it's her store. business. I mean, I get that. I'm not saying that she's stealing from herself cuz the hell. But what I'm saying is somebody's going to see that happen. Clearly somebody did. Yeah. It's so That's why I sketch. So <laughs> they're kind of Suggesting at this point that, like, money was more the motive for the murder. So it was just kind of, like, a robbery gone wrong versus, like, a drug-related thing. But they're not too sure because, like, NARC is still on the wall and we're literally still within the first 24 hours of, like, this whole crime scene. So investigators are retracing Debbie's steps from the night before. And they they just... they're tracing her steps from the night before, and after Debbie closed the door, she went to Michael's house to have dinner with him. And Michael said she left probably around like nine forty-five, which would put her home around ten o'clock. That was the last time anyone had heard from her was when she left Michael's house. Mm-hmm. So they were like, obviously, this happened around ten o'clock because she was hit coming in the door, from how her body was. Dun, 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 dun. Super sleuths. Yep. Like, they know what they're doing. So, as they're considering this whole narc written on the wall thing, and they're calling other police stations, and they're calling other counties, asking, like, hey, do you have them a part of, like, any narcotics investigations? Do you know anything like that? And also, they're just, like, while they're asking around, just asking people, like, in the community, like, did you know if they were into anything sketchy and stuff like that they actually found out that Billy was selling alcohol out of his out of his little grocery store. Ooh, ooh in Billy Brown County. Billy yeah. selling. He would sell beer and liquor on the DL. But they were kind of just like Michelle was, like, it wasn't anything big. Like, it's not like he was, like, being, like, one of those huge bootleggers from, like, the 1920s or something. Like, it was, like, if he knew you, he would be, like, oh, here's the six-pack that I got for you. Just, like, pay me the money or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't like he had cases and cases and cases of stuff because it was, like, a small mom-and-pop store. I don't believe it. (laughs) But as they are looking further into this, Bootlegging. They also realize that Billy and Debbie are running a gambling business out of their grocery store grocery area, and that is illegal in this county. I'm just saying that so, whole like, what were they peaceful doing? and quiet. Were they selling lottery tickets. So he had side hustle of like poker machines that were in the back of the store. So they were just like those poker machines and like stuff like that and like the coin ones and you just like -er, -er," with the handle. So I don't know, like those like slot machines. Slot machine. I was like the lever things. Yeah, slot machines. I'm (laughs) sorry. Lever money makers. The weed hacker version. (laughs) The weed hacker. (laughs) So they also learned that he. Well that from those slot machines that they had in the back, every night Debbie would go and clean out all the ones and the fives from the slot machine. And she'd put it in her purse. She was stealing from herself. No. No. She was she- making money. She was just keeping it separate from the money in the till. She's stealing from herself. She ain't stealing from herself, girl. I just told you. Anyway, so what was not in her purse were all the ones and fives from the end of the day from the slot machines. And all the money from the cash box is gone as well. So it's just putting more evidence into the robbery gone wrong shenanigans. And they found out, this is just a little tidbit, that while they're like going through all this and talking to Michelle and Michael and Randy, that... Billy had actually been robbed earlier in the year in February. Hmm. That three men came into the store, they attacked him, put his arms wrapped in duct tape, and put him in the walk in freezer, Hmm. fridge, whatever. And they. You said he was working there? He owned (coughs) it. Oh, Billy. 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 Okay. Billy. I thought. She was. In my head, I thought it was Randy. No. Okay. Uh-uh. She's I'm really sorry. trying to put Randy in this situation. <laughs> yeah. He, all he did was show up and be like, my daddy. No. <laughs> my daddy. daddy. Quilty. Billy. Quilt. Billy. Daddy. Quilt. Daddy. Deborah, Deborah, Deborah. <laughs> but anyway, so he was duct taped and put into the walk-in cooler and he was actually able to get himself free of the duct tape. But at this point, the people had already like ransacked, took all the money out of the till, left. And he never filed the police report. Because, because- he was running some stuff in the back that was super yes. sketchy. Because he had side hustles between the alcohol and the poker, the slut machines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's said to sluts. <laughs> <And> sluts. <laughs> so between those two things, he was like, uh, whatever, we'll just handle it. Like, we, we're not going to report this. So it was never reported, so they couldn't really connect, like, any possible suspects from that situation to what happened at the house because they were like, maybe they came back and were like, fuck you guys, we didn't get enough money. I'm going to get all of the monies out the machines. <laughs> so they had really basically... No fucking leads. Hmm. So as they're canvassing the area and going around talking to neighbors and people just in the community, everyone is extremely, extremely forthcoming with information. Everyone's just like, hell yeah, I'll give you some information. Because, like, Let me tell you about that alcohol they had underneath their counter. Yeah. Basically, everyone's just like, it's such a small community and like everyone knows everyone that everyone's so freaked out that something like this would happen to them because they were... One of the most well-respected couples in the community, so they're just like, we need you to find out whoever did this. Cause yeah, because like, they were getting booze and bingo. <laughs> oh, uh-huh, this is true. Is bingo Ooh. gambling? Yes, yes. Oh shit! I gamble. You pay money <laughs> to get money. You take the chance. I never got that big money, big money, aunt though. And yet you're addicted. I do love me some bingo. Those crazy old ladies be crazy. We need to go on Thursday nights. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's I'm only down. because when I worked at the Cheesecake Factory, one of my coworkers came in and he was like, bitch, you will never guess how much money I want on bingo. And I was like, boy, why are you playing bingo? And he was like, Don't start with me. I was like, How much money you want? Fucking five thousand dollars from bingo. Yeah. yeah, but how much did he put in to get to that five? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. But those crazy ladies, they have like the little computer ones up in front of them, then they got put a do with their stampers. And I'm just like, Oh my god. <laughs> I need to, to find- I need to get into those coin digger ones. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's, that's what I need in my life. So, so everyone- the coin pushers. Oh. oh. Yeah, I watched you, those on TikTok. Oh, my God. You love. should have seen this crazy-ass girl who we were in Virginia on vacation. She's Oh, oh my gosh. She's it was like, fun. She's like, t- t- it was like she was doing math in her head. It was disgusting, but it was kind of it, a, a thing to watch. And then it there is. was a lady and her little daughter. You she, mean I can be doing TikToks of this damn machine? I mean, we literally told our mom it. to. I could just set one up in my house and just have a TikTok of this. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then have like, mom hanging out with you yeah, <laughs> on your off days and just have her do scratch offs. Yeah, true. She loves those shits. I hate them. That little nasty she shit. She won that like gets $45 today. I think she only spent like five bucks. Damn, son. Right? Anyway, we're losing track here. Sorry. Gambling. Gambling. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was gonna I, I was gonna say the ones that really get the people. Like, I know that they have the, the like quarters in there and all that stuff, but the ones that stack them as you go. No, I don't like this. That shit's crazy because you're just watching and you're like, uh-huh. The well, this? Well, this, this one time? would drop like four or five like bigger coins on top as you were playing, and then all of a sudden a card would come out. It's just like, What? Where did that come from? Yeah, it was <laughs> a Wizard of shit. And then if you got the cards and you got the fucking. The, doll. the big prize. Big money, big money! Mm -hmm. It was just the Wizard of Oz doll. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) so... Everyone's being forthcoming. Everyone's just telling them everything, like any kind of like little gossip, chismosas around town. They're just like, oh, I know this thing, and I know this thing, and I know this thing, like literally everything. He was like the insane amount of tips that we got just like on hotlines of like the smallest little tiffs in the community. (laughs) Just like maybe this can help you. So, but there was one man who they were like, he acting kind of stupid. Oh, my spacious. God. Did you just break everything? No. It's Are just you the sure? It, it was a box. Oh. So this man's name is Leonard. 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 Mm-hmm. Southers. So Southern without the N. And an S at the end. So Southers. But yeah, I got it. But it's, I didn't know she was going to write it. No. Yeah. He's a suspect. <laughs> no. Oh, whatever. It's okay. I don't... I'm not, so... I'm not feeling him. <laughs> I'm yeah, not, okay. Well, we haven't even gotten him She's feeling Randy. So, Detective Wheels... What was does Leonard look like? Whoosh. Huh? What Leonard look like? A cracked-out white man in a trailer park. He lives might... with his mama and his daughter. I don't know, because sometimes when the crack gets you, you're going to go through with all that net. I <laughs> think it's... <on> <laughs> what? What? The fuck <laughs> did you just say? He was Linda. <laughs> Billy was almost decapitated. I feel like Leonard. If you were cracked out, you if have he was gone cracked out, he would have gone all the way through that net. It wasn't him. You remember that samurai guy who they but had a maybe, take down with the fire hoses? Yes, I think about him sometimes. I think about him a lot. <laughs> He was, like, this dude, I don't, he wasn't He's, on bath salts, I could tell you that much, but he was on some sort of drug where he had, like, two samurai swords, and he was in Florida, right? Yeah, or some shit. He and was doing, he was in one of those This states. was recently, wasn't it? No. no. This was, like, back what? when we were in school. I'm going to say probably I was in high school. Yeah, and he was, like, sitting there, and they had this like he was live thing of him like you're watching on the news and he's like Wah! and he's like screaming I don't remember and this. he has these two samurai swords and they're hitting him with the fire hose and he is standing up against it <laughs> he's on some serious <laughs> shit i have to fucking look this like, up later like superhuman and you are i mean it's, I, like, it's like in front of he's literally on the sidewalk of like a strip mall yeah Yes, he's just outside with his samurai swords, like. Aah. I am so glad that I am not the only one imagining this. <laughs> I think about him I'm all imagining. the time. I don't know why it just like pops in my head because I'm just like <laughs> with my samurai Sometimes swords. Sometimes I wonder what happened to him. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's in jail. Are you googling it? Did he kill it? somebody? Yeah, she's just, just yeah, googling yeah. it. Did I'm gonna was- look for. I'm gonna Google it and then save it for later. Samurai swords. <laughs> look at him go that's him yes 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 there's no sound no there wasn't really sound when they put it on the news because you know the reporters just be talking the whole fucking time what is he wearing i don't fucking know girl dude they are they're They're throwing cannons at him yes and he's just standing there like nothing's bothering him seattle washington is it that what it was? Shit. I just knew it wasn't here. <laughs> 1997? Oh, oh shit. Oh, my God. I was real little. Why <laughs> do I remember that? Because it was crazy. That's a core memory right there. It was a core memory. <laughs> I still think about that. We did kind of play that game, didn't we? Probably. I don't know. Anyway, so Leonard Suther's Detective Wheels... Investigator Wheels, whatever you want to talk I think it's Wells. I don't fucking know. Is talking to Leonard, and Leonard's just acting real sketch. Like, he already knows, like, Leonard from just, like, school. Mm -hmm. And so Leonard's acting really weird. He knows that Leonard lives with his mom in this trailer home and also his daughter. And he's like, I don't know nothing about it. Get out of my face. I don't know nothing about it. But he's just acting so weird. Leonard? Leonard. Okay. And then he tells Leonard, he was just like, I know, like, his daughter is a really touchy subject with him. And he was like, and when I can be a mean man, I can be a mean man. And at this point, Leonard is, like, completely convinced that, after they questioned him, <laughs> that they have, like, people, like, tailing him. They got people with, like, binoculars in the trees oh, around God. his trailer home, like, tapping his wires and shit. So he's like, mental. Like, he's completely convinced that they are, like, zoning in on right. him. And so the detective tells him, he was just like, if you know anything or have anything to do with this, you need to tell us. And he was like, but don't worry. I'll make sure your daughter goes somewhere nice damn because he's gonna be in jail right yeah that's Uh still fucked up yeah he wanted to get to him yeah Yeah, he was i mean yeah he's being bad cop bad cop bad cop because he's the old cop way would get you to say some shit wouldn't it i cry exactly Exactly, but then you're gonna start crying and saying shit you're gonna squeal like a pig no (laughs) girl please i mean like three meals bet let's go Oh, my God. I got to pay my medical bills. Mm-hmm. I get free dental work. I might get stabbed by somebody. <laughs> That'd be Linda. Shink, 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 <laughs> shink. Anyway. Yes, 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 yes. So as the police are looking into them, mm-hmm. just into everything, and they're looking into the couple and everything, they realize from talking to people that... Randy is actually financially dependent on his dad. Randy is 30 years old at this time and he is still financially dependent on his father. So he wouldn't have done it. Damn. Probably not unless life insurance policy. <laughs> 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 She's trying. She's going. But I feel like I don't know. Anyway, and then as they're digging more into this like whole well, like, we're, they're looking into all of the kids because, like, they're questioning all of the children. They're questioning everyone. And they realize that Billy has had to bail out Randy several times from situations, whether it be, like, actual jail or just, like, helping him out with money because Randy does have... I think at least a child. They never really talk about Randy's kids or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So he has, like, child support he's got to pay and stuff like that. And he's just, like, depending on his dad for money. So basically the whole reason his dad is running the side hustle is so he can afford Randy. Basically. Mm -hmm. Afford his 30-year-old child. Mm -hmm. Yep. Dad, I'm going to need you to side hustle. Damn it. I wanted to ask (laughs) first. Oh, my God. (laughs) Side hustle, Dad. Yeah. No, slot machines. <laughs> you got three 30-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, another on. one who's getting real close. <laughs> <laughs> so he's financially dependent <laughs> on his father. He's like, okay, you know, we, what, what am I talking about? She has Randy? no idea. No, I scrolled down too far, so it threw me off. Right, right, right. So he's financially dependent on his dad. Everyone's like, Randy ain't changing. That's how Randy is. And then Michelle is telling them, like, yeah, Randy had a little bit of a drug problem. But it was, like, like, I think, like, his senior year of high school to, like, right after high school that some people from the bigger cities, as she called it, moved into town and... Randy started hanging out with them, and they he wanted to be more like them. So Randy got into drugs as well, which is kind of like when he started becoming dependent on his dad. Because mm-hmm. from what everyone says is like, Randy's a really smart guy. Like, he was on the Scholar's triathlon debate shit team, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, he was a smart guy. Mm-hmm. But then he just started hanging out with the wrong crowd. Once Debbie had realized that Randy wasn't going to change, like, they were trying to, like get him to get a job and like figure out his shit debbie was very much like why are we still giving your 30 year old child money so they did know that there don't was, listen to her billy there was some it's too late <laughs> there was some animosity <laughs> there between the two of them like they had a rocky relationship like it wasn't the greatest but you know who billy debbie and debbie is like the, Deb- debbie the um the thanksgiving murder the the one guy killed his parents while the other brother was out of town or something. The other brother lived in Philly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. she told him to don't give him any more money, and he fucking flipped out yeah. and just killed the both of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where that's going. I don't know what's happening, but I think it's Randy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say that one story was yours. The one with the the... The Thanksgiving murder. You did it around Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh God, not I can't this year. remember. Last year. Oh Jesus, Linda. Are you sure I didn't do this last year? Yeah. I don't know. So Debbie was 2021. Look it up. Debbie was like so not for them giving Randy money because she was just like, "What the fuck? Like my kids are out here being productive human beings. Like why can't yours? I'm not a productive human being, Dad. We know. <laughs> <laughs> Some days we're all couch potatoes. <laughs> So, and that's that just okay. some animosity between Randy and his stepmother. And they believe, they kind of believe that's a pretty strong motive. Yeah. So, they start kind of looking a little bit more into Randy. But but then there's still Leonard. Yes, there is still Leonard. And Leonard's still tweaking out over there. Where the, the hell does Leonard even come from? Leonard is in the same neighborhood as uh, Debbie and Billy. So they live in a single home, like, mm-hmm. a, like a little rancher kind of like, bloop, in Alabama, and he's in the trailer park next door. And... Should have it nicer area. I'm just saying. <laughs> so at the time of the murders, like I said earlier, Randy was living with his grandma, who was less than two miles down the street from his dad's house. So with all that, and then like the new, like the gossip around town that Randy and Debbie didn't get along, and... A bunch of he said, she said is that apparently one time someone had overheard Debbie telling Billy, like, you know, you just need to stop giving him money. This is it. Just stop doing it. And then apparently somebody else had heard Randy talking to Billy, like, you know, it's me or her. I'm your kid. You owe me money. You gave me life. Kind of like. I didn't have to be here dad Give me the money <laughs> So it was just like It's just like a lot of like Small town gossip is just like Shit is hitting the fan yeah, Like all over the place So it's just like I was watching it and I was like God damn Oh my goodness Initially, Randy is like, I don't know who killed my parents. I had nothing to do with it. He's he's telling them he's innocent. He has nothing to do with it. He has no clue who did it. You know, whatever. Nobody knows. He has nothing to do with it. And, yeah, that's that. Until. End of story. One day, someone calls the police station with a tip. Un tippo. Okay? That was for you, Dad. And the caller, 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 caller <laughs> not the caller, whatever. They reported seeing Randy Triplett with a big old wad of cash shopping at the Walmart. Hmm. And this is very unusual, says everyone, because Randy don't got no money. He's financially dependent on his dad. He doesn't have a job. He owes money for child support. And everyone's like, yo, what the fuck? Like, what? This is when, like, they find out that Debbie had told Billy that he's got to, like, sink or swim on his own. Like, Mm -hmm. just shoot. Let him go. Let him go. Cut the the umbilical cord. That one time that they let him go and then he was financially stable when they were dead? I don't know. (laughs) So, apparently, Randy was not happy with that. Whatever. So, the detective wheels... Wells, wheels, or whatever. How do you spell it? W H E E L E S. I would say Wheels. Okay. I, say that. I just can't believe that's someone's last name anyway. There's stranger things. Oh girl, trust me, I know. So then <sighs> continue. Um <laughs> Uh so Detective Wheels confronted Randy about the money that he was carrying. Like he kinda called him and he was like, Hey man, I heard you was at the Walmart and you got a lot of dollars on you. What's this about? And Randy's like, Bruh, my parents just died. My friends put together a collection for me and they gave me like $600 in cash with like a sympathy card for like, I'm sorry about your loss. Here's some money. So... Seems legit. So Detective Wheels is like, Oh yeah, I didn't hear about that. Like who, who's organizing it kind of bullshit, right? So Randy tells them, some names at just fucking out of left field. Well, lo and behold, the name that Randy gives Detective Wheels, Broski Detective over here, was in Homeboy's Wedding. So he calls his friend and was like, Did you guys set up a collection for a Randy triplet? And he's like, What? No. And he was like, Can you call around and ask people that like, we went to school with and see if anyone did? So they find out that that was not a thing, that that didn't actually happen. <laughs> oh, so they're Randy, like, Randy, 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 Randy is over here lying. And at the same time that Detective Wheels is using his community connections, he is getting the footage from the Walmart. <gasps> so they get the footage from Walmart and they watch it. It's all ones and fives, isn't it? They see Randy walking around the Walmart. Goes to the greeting card section, buys a sympathy card, has a person in the Walmart write the sympathy card for him. Oh, my God. And leaves. He was setting it up already when he was in the Walmart. Yeah. (laughs) The sympathy card thing. So they have more questions for Randy at this point because they're like, bitch, why would you do that? Why? Like, that's just so fucking weird. Like... Why would you do that? So they're asking Randy and they're asking about his whereabouts on the night of the murders and all this stuff. And he was like, around the time, like around 10 o'clock to 1030, I had a flat tire. I went to my dad's house and we had a conversation. We had a really good conversation. I left before Debbie got home because I didn't want to see her and on the way home, I got a flat tire, which was corroborated, corroborated <laughs> by by some neighbors about a mile and a half down the street from Billy's house because mm-hmm. he didn't have a spare tire. So Randy got out of the car, knocked on their door. They gave him a spare and they helped him change it. So from the time of like when the murders would have taken place, he was essentially tied up with the whole flat tire. Hmm. So they were like, yeah, like, he was here, and, like, we did help him, and we were, like, we, he was here for a while, and, like, we talked, so. Pretty suspicious. Randy was there. Creating an alibi. So Randy's alibi (laughs) checks out. Mm. It's good. I guess so. Right? Maybe. He paid Leonard. There is another call. Oh. That comes in to the police station as a little tippity-tippity-tip. It's Leonard calling... Detective Wheels telling him that uh, he's got some money. It's a big old stack of ones and fives. And he thinks it's got some blood on it. And Detective Wheels is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, how are you just going to call me and be like, I think it's got some blood on it. So within 45 minutes, he's busting up in Leonard's house. Like, show me the money. (laughs) Right? Leonard is like... It's not my money, though. Like, I didn't have anything to do with the murders. I swear it's not my money. And he's just like, just tell me where you got the money from. And he was like, Randy asked me to hold it for him. It's not my money. So at this point, they're like, hold up. Wait a minute. How do you know Randy? Randy. They're both, everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows everyone, and, then, and they're both crackheads. I know. There are less than 15,000 people in this well, place. Well, that, and they went to school together, and they're both cracked out together. So they know each other. Leonard gives the detective the money, and he's like, take it, take it. But the detective is like, as I'm looking at it when he's first handing it to me, I realize that the money has been washed. Not, like, gone through the washing machine washed, but, like, scrubbed washed. Someone was trying to clean off the money, but because money just like everything else stains, like you're not just gonna get it off with like just cleaning it like with soap and water like it's not gonna work that you easily need to run into would the if it' fresh, wouldn't you? It probably wasn't mm, okay, I don't know I don't know. I ain't trying to get blood on dollar bills. I don't even really carry dollar bills I don't know, I don't either. yeah, none of us do. It's all good in the hood. it's all great, baby. <laughs> my credit card and he's trying to swipe that thing. It's going to say declined. <laughs> JK. <laughs> I get $5 out of it. Oh, my God. So they take Randy in for questioning because they're just like, dude, we got this shit. And they're asking him about the ones and the fives. And they're like, what do you know about this money? We found Leonard with this money. He's like, yeah, I know. That's my money. I don't want it back. He was like, that money you got for Leonard, that's mine. So at that point, they're like, okay, obviously Leonard really has nothing to do with it because Randy is just like, like, Leonard wasn't lying when he was like, Randy told me to hold it for him, like, to keep it safe. So they ask Randy, where the fuck did you get the money from? And according to Randy, after the investigation had taken place in the house, he had gone into his father's closet and found it in a lockbox. And they were like, with blood on it. Because we went through that house with a fine tooth comb and we did not find any money anywhere in that house other than, like, what would have been in Debbie's purse and what would have been in the lockbox, like, in the car. But he was just like, no, it was definitely in my dad's room. And he was just like, no one, it. No one it. I have pictures. To prove his innocence, Randy allows the police to look through his car and search his room at his grandmother's house. They're doing this investigation and they confiscate several pieces of cloth or, like, clothing from Randy's room and also some knives from Randy's room as well because he just has, like, knives. Like, mm-hmm. he's really into hunting and shit. And they also took the cloth because on Debbie's car, when, like, they were searching her car, they realized that on the passenger side door there was a piece of fiber sticking out like someone was trying to wipe down the car and like it just it got, got like stuck. snagged in there yeah. so when they like moved it it was stuck in there so they were trying to like kind of match that as well like the time there was a freaking spider and i screamed and i took a piece of paper and i jabbed it into the windshield i couldn't get it out i ripped half of it out other uh, half still there spider's probably still there too ew that's disgusting Oh, my God. Where was I? I was at Chili's waiting for everybody. I mean, there's a bajillipede on my ceiling, but it's not the actual bajillipede. It's just the guts because Fen and I were alone, and I got really scared, and I saw it, and Fen's just being a bitch, like, looking at me screaming. (laughs) And so I smashed it on the wall, and its little legs were like... So then (laughs) Jonathan comes back from being away at work week... Wherever the hell he was, and he's like, What the fuck is on the wall in our bedroom? And I was like, It's a bug. So, <laughs> was was the... bug. So he gets the remnants of the bug off, but there's still like a mark. That has nothing mark. to do with the cloth. It has nothing mine to do had with the to cloth. do with the cloth. But there's still a splat. <laughs> the remnants <laughs> of the cloth the is the there. Cloth. I don't know. It just <laughs> made me think of it. Absolutely nothing to do with the cloth. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> As detectives are searching Randy's car, they notice that there is a smudged, bloody fingerprint on the inside of the handle for the door. Because the the detective kept calling it a $200 car because it basically, he was like, it, it ran. It got him from point A to B. We call that a $200 car. He was like, we're going through the car. There's trash everywhere. There's wrappers. There's receipts. Everything, we're taking everything out piece by piece. Literally sounds mess. like my car. Yeah, it's Linda's car. Except your car is a little it, bit more than $200 car. I was going to say, that's, that's not a $200 car. So, that's getting you to a, from A to D. Yeah. And big. They seize his car, and they send it for forensic testing. They swab the bloody fingerprint, and they also send the cash for DNA analysis. And at this time in Alabama, they are not as technologically advanced as other forensic places are, I mean, they had to call in Abby to come mm-hmm. help them process the crime scene. God damn it. So at this point, it's taking anywhere from six to eight weeks to get the results oh, shit. back. They're like mother of shit. We gotta, like, figure out how we're keeping Randy here because he's literally a suspect and at the same time, they're keeping Michelle and Michael in the loop, so they both know that, like, Randy is, like, you good? You want some water? I have water. They so they know that like Randy is like a prime suspect, and they're both just like, nah, I'm nah, not Randy. Like we know he's like weird, but it would never be Randy. <laughs> Randy would never be that dumb to yeah. do that. While they're waiting for the DNA results, Detective Wheels, he on his way home from work, he would always it was just literally on the way home, he would drive past. The triplets' house. Mm-hmm. And in front of their house, Debbie's car wasn't there anymore because that was seized for, for forensic analysis. But Billy's car was always sitting next to the house. So he's driving past one day, and Billy's car is gone. And he's just like, where the fuck is his car? Because it's part of the estate, and you're not allowed to touch Like, no one's supposed to touch it because it's part of the estate. Like, what are they? Like, what? So he calls... Randy left. He calls one <laughs> of the... Other detectives. And he's like, hey, did you guys take the car? You know, what the fuck is going on? Billy's car is gone. And he's just like, no, we did not take his car. So after they do some tracking down, it turns out that Randy took the car and told you he forged his father's signature and sold the car. Oh, because Randy needed the dollars. So they take Randy back in because at this point they're like, well, we can get him for theft and forgery because he forged his dead father's signature and he also sold a car that was not his. So they get him in and Randy's like, y'all can't arrest me for this because that's bullshit because that's my car. And they're like, no, it's the estate's car. It's no one's fucking car. Your father is dead and so is your stepmother. Like, it's their car and they're not here so you don't touch it. And so he's just like, that's bullshit. So at this point, they arrest Randy for forgery and theft. So they're like, cuckoo, cuckoo, coo, cool. Like We now got we him have- here. We don't need to worry about yeah. him so, leaving like, or anything. We just need to worry about keeping him in here for however long it takes us to get the right. results back. So we know like the results of the DNA test. They do all this shenanigans. They get the forensic reports back. They discover that the bloodstains on the handle and the armrest of one of the doors in... Randy's car are compared against both of the victims, and it is a perfect match to Debbie. At that point, they... This is the blood on the prints, not the money. You said... Yeah, so the blood on his car. Okay. Because uh, Randy was like, oh, I cut my finger a couple weeks ago, and, Uh, like, I got hurt, and so that's why my blood is in the car, and it's everywhere. And so, like, my fingerprint is bloody because I hurt my arm, and, and they're just like... Whatever. <laughs> so the blood from his car comes back and it's Debbie's blood. And then they also get the DNA results from the money. And that is also a match with Debbie's blood as well. Hmm. Randy is charged with the murder of Billy and Debbie triplet at this point. Hmm. And what? No, no, no. she's she ass- keep going. So- she, she's, she's saying that, but there's a twist. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just here for for the informative conversations. (laughs) Keep going. So on June 23rd, 2004, prosecutors in Clay County, Alabama, are preparing to bring Randy to chop to trial. This is how they feel. The night went down. They theorized that on the night of the murders, an argument broke out between Randy and his what dad. What year was it? 2004. 2004. Okay. This started in 21. I mean, uh, 2001, right? It was I like know. two years, yeah. three years later. Okay. Right. So an argument broke out between Randy and his dad. Like, he did say he was there and the conversation wasn't a good one. Like Randy said they had, it went south because they feel like, Billy probably called Randy over or Randy went over asking for money to bail himself out of something again. And Billy was like, no. Like, we're not doing this anymore. He becomes enraged. He kills Billy. He's at the house when Debbie comes home and he hits her in the head with a baseball bat and starts stabbing her because apparently she was stabbed as well. And runs away! And so one of the big things was is because... Randy pled not guilty to all of the charges. And throughout the entire trial, he was like, I'm not guilty. I have my alibi. My tire was flat. I was a mile and a half down the road when, like, I have witnesses and all this stuff. So he's like, it wasn't me. Like, I didn't do it. And so during the first trial, he was found guilty of murdering his father. But there was a hung jury as to whether or not he killed Debbie. There's a second trial so he can be tried again for the murder of Debbie because mm-hmm. they're like, it's a hung trial, like, we have to do this again. One of the biggest things that the jury was having an issue with was, like, the time frame. They're like, even, even killing Billy, we don't, if he's legitimately. The people who sat there and saw him, like, witness him helping with the tire and all that stuff would have seen him with blood all over himself if it was him, though. Mm-hmm. How, would you, how are you going to say, I don't know? That's literally the dumbest. It's ten thing. o'clock at night. It's dark outside. He doesn't have a spare tire. Maybe he's- you gonna be up and personal with this man. He ain't gonna be on the other side no.
1: I mean, yeah, I but know, what he if had had cleaned he
0: had? he had extra clothes in the car and just took off his shirt. Maybe popped the jacket on that, top girl, of it. Girl, you got some extra clothes in your car. Exactly. Girl, I've been in your car. Your fur jacket ain't in there no more. <laughs> uh, actually, yes, it is. A new one. That's it, besides it, the point, it ain't the original one. <laughs> That's besides the point, but. Anyway, so they're, like, that's one of the biggest pieces of this entire puzzle that people were having such a hard time with. It was he got his tire fixed with someone, like, a mile and a half down the road. But they're, like, the detectives are, like, okay, we understand that. But when you think about it, it does not take that long to kill someone, even at this magnitude of, like, gruesomeness of the scene. They're, like, because at this point, he's so emotionally charged and they can tell by the time of death that he wasn't even there, like, between Billy and Debbie, it wasn't even, like, five minutes. He basically finished with Billy, and then Debbie's walking in the back door, and he's like, meh, and just kills her. And they're like, he ransacked it, he already knew she had the the safety thing, like, the lockbox yeah. in the car, the keys were the keys for the fucking car were left on the passenger seat. Like he got them out of her purse when he got the money out of her purse and then left them on the passenger seat. Oh. Oh. But there no. were fingerprints on that? He wiped down the car. Because the clock Afterwards. Yeah. So oh, after okay. he went after he went and like got all the money out of it, he wiped down the lockbox, like he wiped it down and then wiped down the outside of the car. Okay, so this like was any- a couple days later. What no. That was that morning. No, this was all at the same time. I'm telling you, or it could have been in the morning. Like they don't, they don't really know. But he was found guilty of both of the murders. Okay. Hmm. Mm. So in court, Randy pled not guilty to the charges against him and insisted on his innocence. His first trial, right? So his first trial was in 2003, and he was found guilty of Billy's murder. But it was a hung trial on Debbie's. In May 2004, he was retried for Debbie's murder. And this time the jury found him guilty of another murder. Based on all of the charges against him, Billy was given two life sentences without the possibility of parole. Hmm. So that was March of 2004. He got... You gave me the date of June 23rd, 2004. When they first went. So that was 2003. Yeah. Gar, Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Maybe <laughs> cheap. I don't know. I copy. Oh, it's okay. Don't worry. I don't know. What happened in 2004? May 2004 is when he was retried for Debbie's murder and he was found guilty. He was given two life sentences without the possibility of parole. Hmm. <laughs> I know. It's kind of a mind fuck because I'm still like on this whole like. But, I mean, her blood was all over his car, so at the same time, I'm not. I called it. No. But also, No, he totally did it. I just want to know when he had time to clean up the car and shit. I mean, if if Michael didn't get there until, like. 3 p.m. the next day. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it happened, what? 10, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, 3, o'clock at night. 10, 10.30-ish. Yeah. The night before. hmm It was, like, 10 o'clock the night before because that's when Michael dropped his mom off. No, she drove home. She drove home. Yeah. She drove uh, she, she drove she, home. She was walking in oh, the door. Oh, I thought he dropped her no, off. No, 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 no. No, no, no. He Oh shit. She, he she went to dinner at his house and she drove okay. herself home. Okay. Yeah. But that's not the end of our story. Huh? I have no more room. You only need one line. On April 7th, 2016, <laughs> around 11 a.m., Randy Triplett was found in his one-person cell and he had hanged himself with a bed sheet. He was 45 years old at the time of his death. He was pronounced dead at 11:35 a.m. by the coroner. 2007? 2015. Oh, 16. Sh- Damn. Oh my I'm bad. god. April 7th, 2016. And that was the year they were no longer a dry county. You're welcome. Oh shit. <laughs> this is true. Weird. You like my little Circle of a circle there. It's the circle of life. Alcohol. If he just had his goddamn alcohol, he would have been alcoholic and not a crackhead. Damn gangsters. Damn it. Them big city people. Mm. <laughs> Country mouse goes to the big city. What cycle goes west? Outside of the I board. called it. Yo, when Leslie said, "Damn it, Randy," and I was like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> In the beginning, <laughs> I, I was told went, you it wasn't Leonard. He had no interest. To me, whatsoever. <laughs> just the name itself was just like. Bleh. So, did they ever find out what the narc was on the wall? It was just to throw them off. Ah, uh, okay. Because mm-hmm. they they looked into it, and there none none of the counties near them, not even like in Georgia or Florida, no one was having them part of like an investigation or anything. So, it was just to throw them off. If you would like to watch a show on this. It's just like a 45-minute episode. It is The Murders of Florbama. That's the name of the show. Florbama? Yeah. Okay. It's on Oxygen. I did watch that. Uh, Oxygen True Crime Channel. It's episode two. So season one, episode two, and that is this episode. The new season of Unsolved Mysteries, the new one, has paranormal... Oh, not well. Yeah, well, I guess not paranormal. It. I didn't even have aliens. time to draw him. Extraterrestrial. That's know the correct who word. I was drawing. Randy. Dang it, Randy. 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 You want to see a picture of him though? What do you think he looks like? Just like in your head. What do you she think? Said thin a thin head. head. Thin head. Thin head. <laughs> thin face. I want to say like oh. Uh, Dark hair. A bigger nose. Yeah, dark hair. Wavy. Short. Yeah, I was kind of thinking curly. I don't know why. Deep set eyes. Um, Not bushy eyebrows. How long was he a crackhead for? Since he got out of high school and when this happened, he was 13, 30, so about what? Maybe sunken cheeks. 12 years? Maybe. Sunken cheeks. Hmm. I don't hmm. know. About them sunken cheeks. He was getting money from his dad. He was That's eating the, well.
1: And he, he lived with his grandma. Well. You know, grandma,
0: a southern grandma, she going to feed your ass. I guess so. Okay, well, move that cup. There's no cup. This cup. This is Randy. The big, the picture. Where's Alexa. his hair? This is, yeah. He no, no. This one. The, the one that the is over. Oh. That's Randy. He got tattoos. I did not see that happening. That's Randy. Yeah, I did not look think that he He was looks like, like a that. murderer. That's okay. I didn't either. And then they showed his picture, and I was like, the fuck, that ain't Randy. Let me tell you. I'm talking about the biggest catfish ever. Talk talking about the biggest lie that they ever did. I was watching one of these episodes. It was on this TV show, Obsession, I think. Obsession, Dark Desires. Ooh. And this girl's sitting there talking about... Girl, he was fine. He was so good Oh, my God. Did everybody- he look like you fucking shut up. flowing mm-hmm. ugly ass? No. What? Even worse. When I tell you that that actor that they had was gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Right? Because I think they were in Brooklyn. So, oh, my God. We still want heart, Right? When they sh- <coughs> Oh, my God. I almost choked on a cough drop. <coughs> when they show that real live man... Nothing like this actor. This man was almost bald. Okay, and he. he no, the, you're telling me that. Okay, first off, the girl was gorgeous. I'm not, but she's sitting here. Oh my God, he was so fine. Everybody loved him. No, ma'am. I don't know what beer goggles you had on. All of them. You Maybe literally. Maybe he had. hit a rough patch before that picture was taken. This it, was his mug shot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People look at and like the that, pictures uh, the mug shots. and the pictures from. From their whole relationship. Like, she had pictures because this was her boyfriend. Right. Like, pictures from their whole... No. 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 (laughs) Do not describe him as that when he is not. Ugh. So, today's missing person from Alabama is Brooklyn Analia Ramsey. She is 13 years old. She went missing on October 17th, 2022. Brooklyn left the area of Two Mile Road in Irvington, Alabama and has not returned. She was last seen wearing a gray t-shirt, gray sweatpants and house slippers. Her direction of travel is unknown. If anyone has any information regarding her whereabouts, please contact Mobile County Sheriff's Office at 251 Five seven four eight six three three. She is a black female, thirteen years old. She's about four foot seven and two hundred pounds. She's got black hair, brown eyes, and well, she says she's got like black brown hair. And again, it is for Brooklyn. Uh, I don't know how to say her middle name. In all honesty, how did I say it? Analia Ramsey from. Ooh, Irvington, Alabama. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Wake up. We're awake. Oh, no, I know. Sleep so, time happens in like half an hour. You, true, true. You need to go to bed. Oh. Eh, I took a nap today from like <coughs> one to no, it was before one till about like three. <laughs> but yeah, Linda, do your hmm. thing. Check and wang. Thank you for joining us today on ECC The Podcast. You can uh, come check out our website at uh, eccthepodcast.com. You can also come check out our Facebook at what? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Linktree, or Patreon at ECC The Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Spotify. 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 Any of your favorite podcasting platforms, whatever streams us, honestly, and just come hang out. You know, rate, review, oh, I was gonna click really a like, star, hang out with your beep out. No, no, no. don't do that. That's no, so don't. gross. Please don't listen to her. I it just, was just delete it. Phrase. Just no, that's it. definitely <laughs> not even a catchphrase. Hi. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin'. Cover art by Leslie Lozano. Music from Premium Beat. Editing by Larry Bark at Revitalist Recording Studio. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at ECC The Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. See ya!